Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. I've been dominating my local market for over 19 years and I want to teach you how to do it. My ultimate digital marketing playbook takes the guesswork out of digital marketing. It'll maximize your profits and help you become the authority in your profession or business, even in a bad economy. I am so committed to helping you at this. This offers over $2,000 worth of bonuses all for free. This playbook will give you all the tools and information that you need to step up your digital marketing. To get your free copy, just go to kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook. That's kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to have you. And as you know, we are fired up. Today, we've got an immigration and social media expert, John Kazravi, who actually trains and helps other attorneys utilizing uh, digital marketing and how to become immigration lawyers. So, John, welcome. Super happy to have you. Thank you, Krista. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your show. Awesome. So, um, as you know, I teach digital marketing to local professionals. And obviously attorneys are local professionals and you teach the same thing. And I think that many times people feel that, you know, marketing and having a professional based business are completely separate when quite frankly, I believe they're one and the same and you seem to have the exact same philosophy. So tell us a little bit about what you do and how you can help our listeners today. Well, you know what you just said, the main part of it and so many professionals uh, want to take those apart and they're embarrassed or ashamed or think it's something foreign to go with marketing and that kind of stuff. But you don't have a business in, in, unless you're doing marketing. And it kind of started the same with me. I, I, I was a lawyer with another uh, firm uh, and I wasn't making much money, but I was just doing the work. And I realized I want to grow and expand. So I left that firm, started my own law firm and months go by, no one's calling me. I just thought if you know, I tell people I have my own firm, come work for me, nothing was happening. Luckily, my wife's a lawyer as well. She was working at a job and uh, making enough money to pay for the bills. And then she got laid off. Her company had massive layoffs. Uh, it's a German company with a subsidiary here. And so all of a sudden, uh, I was like, we're not, neither of us are making income. I need to learn how to do something quick. And that's when I got all these books about digital marketing and uh, you know how to do online stuff. And this for free, too, because I didn't have the money to do ads, for example, or anything like that. And, you know, it's like planting a seed and watering it over the months. It grew and grew and bore fruit, and it just keeps growing. Like this morning, I got a call from a guy from a video I did like six years ago. He watched it, liked it, and wanted to work with me. So it's like, uh, it's like buying real estate when it's cheap, just, you know, putting some stuff out there, waiting years. And you don't have to wait years, but uh, it, it just happens as long as you put yourself out there. That's why it's so important for professionals uh, not to shy away. And the cool thing is with the different fields we're in, it doesn't really matter. I mean, digital marketing uh, is the same for every field. It's really just showing people your knowledge, your experience, your accountability, responsibility um, through audio and visual formats. And uh, people pick it up and they love it. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's so true. I always talk about um, the effects of your input versus output, right? So the when you're 
putting input is doing things like creating video, creating content, giving valuable information to people and helping people and getting it out there on the web, getting it on YouTube so you get search engine optimization, getting it on your website so you get SEO. And organically, that starts to grow over time. So we don't even realize the effects of the input that we put in now that just starts to expand and expand over time. So the more input that you put on a consistent daily basis, the more output that you get later. So many times people will stop putting, doing the input they don't see it instantly and they don't understand that something that they do today might not they might not see the results of it for another year but if you keep doing these little activities every single day eventually the momentum that picks up is just astounding yeah it's, it's like you know warren buffett talks about you know exponential growth of his investments by reinvesting every year all that that mathematical stuff the same with this marketing stuff you just do a little bit every day and i've gone to a point where i try to put a, you know a, at least a half an hour to a couple hours of content out a day uh, but it takes a while to get that point and develop that kind of system. But it's not too difficult, especially with outsourcing, to, to develop that kind of content. But if you put in, you know, a five-minute video once a week, that'll pay off. It's, it's, it's that easy. Still, it's that easy. It's getting becoming a crowded marketplace, so there's differentiation that has to happen and more sophisticated stuff over time. But it's still a wide-open field because most people are too embarrassed. And it really is a psychological phenomenon of hearing themselves and seeing themselves and it's so difficult for them to do that. Like I have, a, I have a podcast and I have so many great people I want to interview, but they just tell me, they're like, I'm, I'm really shy. I'm embarrassed to, to come and see myself on the video. I just can't do it. These are people that could be really successful if they just got over themselves in that way. And so a lot of it is a, is a psychological burden that people have to overcome to be able to do it. I always tell everyone, that's how you look and that's how you sound. So, you know, it's, it's easy to say that you're embarrassed, but when you meet somebody, you can't say, well, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. So I just can't meet you. I'm going to put a bag over my face. No, you don't do that. Right. It's, it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing with video content. Okay. So, um, talk to us a little bit about, you know, if somebody was to come to you and say, John, what is your number one marketing secret? What would it be? Uh, I mean, it would be audio formatting in some way, just, just putting yourself out there audio. Uh, like I, the guy called me this morning was from a video six years ago. And at the time, I didn't have a video and I didn't know video editing and I was kind of embarrassed to put my set face out anyways. So what I would do is have audio that I would put over a PowerPoint and put that on YouTube. And what I found is those actually gave me the best kind of clients and as opposed to the ones who watch me video. Uh, people who watch video have a lower attention span than the people who would watch a PowerPoint and listen to it. Those people are much more dedicated, I found. So maybe I'm going to go back and do those PowerPoints with voiceovers. It seems like it gets people that are more engaged in the material rather than me being animated and moving my hands on here. But uh, that's it. Just put yourself out there in all the mediums. Um, definitely have your voice in there. That warmth, connect, warmth connects with people. And so when they call you over the phone to try to schedule a consultation or schedule a meeting or schedule whatever, they know that voice. It's a warm voice. And they probably, like for me, I was thinking about this the other day. I have a podcast that has, at this point, like over 100 hours, 200 hours of material. I have regular listeners. Those people have listened to me as a person they've never met before more than they probably listened to most of their family members and people in their lives. They're hearing my voice constantly. So I have a special place in their minds and hearts, kind of like actors used to be in the 80s and 90s when they were big, you know, uh, actors, like, you know, the famous ones, where people felt like they know them. Like people talk about Madonna like this, their friend, because they know the name or whoever famous. Now, I don't, <laughs> we're getting older. I don't watch as much uh, popular media nowadays, but people would think of these people as someone close to them. Nowadays, as a podcaster and as a video personality, you replace that in people's lives and they know you. And there's people I watch on YouTube, which I learn a lot from. I'll, a lot of these marketing and, and business gurus I watch, um, and I feel like I know them like a family member because they put themselves out there. And that's a, such a powerful thing. 
and that's really the future. You know, currency having money is power, uh, but being able to get people to listen to you and trust you is the currency of the future in this digital age that we're going in. So it's really important that you get the real estate right now and develop it because you're going to have hiccups. It's better you have these mishaps and mishaps now rather than later um, when everyone's doing it cleanly. And while everyone's still bumbling around, do it when it's not as embarrassing and get your piece of the pie. It's a gold rush. Go to California, get that piece of land that you're going to mine before everyone else does. And that's, that's really the, the urgency of everything that we're doing right now. Oh, I totally agree. Well, you have heard of the parasocial relationship. So basically the parasocial relationship is we, our brains have been programmed to see somebody that we see on the other side of, the, of a TV screen or the voice as somebody of authority because of, so basically um, research shows that because when we were younger and we would see people on the other side of a, the television, right, that our brains have been programmed to see them as somebody of import, importance and kind of put them on a pedestal. So we start to develop a one-sided relationship, meaning just like you just said, you, you, you feel like you know these people and you, you want to fight for them and you want to cry for them, just like when you watch TV and you have these characters. That's how strong this parasocial relationship is between the professional and the community when they're consistently producing content and correctly distributing it so it's actually seen. Your community is developing a one-sided relationship with you. They're getting to know you. They're getting to like you. They're getting to trust you. They're seeing you as the authority figure. So, you know, he's right. It's the gold rush right now. Now is the time to get over ourselves and not to be so concerned about what we think, but be concerned about making an impact. And one thing that I learned was that, you know, one of my coaches actually helped me and he said, Christy, it's not about you. Make it about them, right? Make it about them and how you're helping and serving. And that will help you get over your, your fear of video because no one likes doing it, right? We're all nervous until we get used to it, but it's just like anything else we can learn. Yeah. It, you know, there's so many talking points. It's very important that you just mentioned with kind of marketing. You have to do less sales because a lot of people are uncomfortable with being hardcore salespeople and closing and stuff. But if people already know you through the marketing, when they come, they're just ready to sign on the dotted line. It's really yeah. if you want to, to work with them. And that's the great part is I pick and choose the people I work with. And that really increases my quality of living, quality of lifestyle, because I'm not working with people I don't want to work with. Well, uh, and also yeah. you're attracting, just like you said. So you are attracting the type of person that already likes you and yeah. wants to work with you. So it's kind of like you're, you're repelling the ones that don't. And you don't want to work with them anyways, because they're going to be difficult. But you're attracting the ones that already know your lifestyle and know your personality and know what you're about. You know, what you just said, right? And that's why I know you're successful in this. And that's, and that you've developed a lifestyle that, that you have such a good smile. That's why I tell you that you're happy. You, you know, people who don't want to work with you already know. You don't have to sit with them and talk a half an hour and then realize you're not a good match or get, get hired and you're working with them. And you realize this person's a jerk and I don't want to deal with them. It weeds them out because it's such a big market and millions of people have access to you. So the ones that do like you come and the ones that don't go away, it's that easy. And it really self it fixes itself that way. And don't you feel too, John, like when people come to your office, like you said, they've already made their decision. So they may, might be interviewing multiple attorneys, but when they come to you, they are coming to you because they've already kind of made the choice. And so they're high-fiving you and hugging you and acting like, you know, th yeah. they know you when they've never even met you before. Yeah. And, and the reality is most people don't have the patience to call around, even do meetings with multiple people because it takes too much time. They're, they're lazy or, or it's lazy. I'd hate to be negative about it, but I'm the same way a lot of times. I just hire the first person I find. And so if, if you're the first video they see or the first person they connect with, they just don't even bother going to a second or third one. Uh, so it, you really capture them that cleanly because of human behavior. You just got to be there, have your, have your face there, the smile there, and let people know who you are. And that gets them. Uh -huh. And you're like me. You specialize in Facebook, correct? Uh, yeah, face, I, 
I mean, a lot of it, I, I kind of testing around a lot. Uh, Facebook, not as much anymore. For, for immigration clients, the kind of clients that would find me on Facebook are not my ideal ones. Uh, what I found is, is YouTube uh, video is the best, but I, I use it interchangeably. Uh, and so I, I kind of go on every social media. One thing I'm getting more and more on top of is each social media is own niche. So you can't do the same stuff on each one. So uh, I, I noticed uh, my Instagram was not working as well because I was publishing too much YouTube type content on Instagram. And that was causing my follower count to go down. So I have to adjust that. LinkedIn was something I'm, I'm really pushing. Uh, and LinkedIn requires me to have more thoughtful articles written, for example, uh, where I touch base with people, I connect with people and they like or comment. And then once they comment, I go into the, their background and I see their resume and they look like someone interesting who's doing something with their lives. I schedule a call with them just to get to know them. And that networking aspect uh, that I could do from home has been very powerful as opposed to these meeting groups I used to go to every morning and I would sit in a room with a bunch of people and, and they would never remember who I am. And so that was good for LinkedIn. But then because I was doing so much video, I was pacing just the videos on LinkedIn, trying to just, you know, do one thing multiple times. And the videos work, but they don't connect as well as writing these, these, these personal statements or articles and stuff on LinkedIn. So each one has its own thing. I like kind of doing all of them because they're just so fascinating, the demographic that they touch upon. Gotcha. Gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah. So you're basically doing video repurposing, but trying to tweak the content a little bit based upon the platform. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, on, on YouTube, people are going there to compare and contrast and they're going there to learn, right? Whereas in Facebook, people are going there to get entertained. And so you're breaking that, you're interrupting that pattern, but you're still being seen top of mind, um, yeah. obviously. So yeah, I can tell you definitely know uh, what you're talking about because we're speaking the same language, which is cool. Yeah, there's those stuff you said, like uh, coaching is so important. And I, I put this off because you always think, oh, what does this person know? Is this going to be a waste of money? But really, when, when the money that you made is so large, none of it is a waste of money. I mean, you're not going to spend $200,000 on, on coaching. If you're on the really high end, you might. But go to as many courses and seminars. And once I got over that hunch, hump of like thinking, like, is this a scam? Is this person going to cheat me? Like, if you have a, a five-hour video that you watch that you paid for, if one minute of it makes a difference of your company getting two or three more clients, that could be, that, that makes up the money and more. So one thing I've been really going hard for last year, this year is getting as many courses as possible, sitting down, watching them, getting coaches. Uh, you know, this is such a vital thing to do. And because it just, instead of what I was doing this whole time is I was sitting and studying all this stuff myself, spending hours and hours. And I'm like, well, I just get the cliff notes by someone telling me what it is, who has experience in this area. And that saves me a lot of time and a lot of headache from mistakes as well, because I learned from their mistakes. So that's been a second thing. The coaching you mentioned is so important. And it's, it's something that's taken me to the next level of, of, you know, overcoming that barrier that exists in my trust, really, of the coach. Yeah. Well, and also, too, it's kind of like you, certain people will, will join something and they're expecting to get screwed over. If you're expecting to get screwed over and you're expecting it not to work, it never will. You yeah. have to come with it with an open mind. And what I always tell people is find someone that you like and trust that you can tell that not only... Is, has done what they're trying to teach you, meaning don't go to somebody who's doing it because they themselves couldn't do it, so they teach, right? That's the wrong kind of coach. Go with someone who's actually done it and they've been proven to help other people do it because you will absolutely, you know, fast track, track yourself. And I, I hear so many people saying, well, I, once I have the money, I'll hire the coach. And it's completely the reverse. You need to invest in yourself, right? Robert Kiyosaki says, Rich Man, man Rich Dad, Poor Dad says that, there's two types of people, people that buy, that make, um, buy investments and people that buy liabilities. Buying an investment, even if it means you need to put it on a credit card for it, is an investment like investing in your college, investing in your own knowledge, investing in your education, right? That's an investment. A liability is purchasing something that you really can't afford that is like a vacation or lavish clothing or something like that. But anytime you're investing in your knowledge and education to further yourself, it's actually a smart investment. 
So yeah. you can do just what you said and learn on the fast track from the mistakes that they've made and learn what helps get you there quicker and learn the quick way to do it. I completely agree. And I absolutely have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaching just in the past couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like people right now, they invest in stock market 401ks with the idea of like, we'll make 2% or 5% or 10% this year. But if you take that money and invest in your self-education, you can make a thousand percent return on things. Uh, it's really reinvesting yourself so much more important. You know, Beyonce, the singer, had this one line that years ago I heard, and she said, if I'm going to bet on something, I'm going to bet on myself. And I'm like, wow, that's so true. If I go and buy some stock in X corporation on the Dow Jones or NASDAQ or something, there's some company with some CEOs who don't care about me and they're probably stealing money or something like that. But I'm, you know, giving my money with the hope that it's going to go up 5% or 10% and I'll retire. That's not going to happen. I'll invest in myself. And if, even if I don't do something right and I fail, I'll learn from the mistakes. And if I succeed, then I succeed. It's, it's always a win-win as long as you pay attention and you learn from your mistakes and you grow. That growth is, is worth a fortune as opposed to just, you know, investing in someone else or, you know, buying some properties that you're not really studying and know well. Uh, you got to be really careful, you know, investing in real estate. And that's what a lot of people want to do, buy a house or something like that. But as you said, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, buying the house you live in is not a good investment. That's just a standard living kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's the key. Invest in yourself in whatever way you can. Watch good YouTube videos, read the books, then take it next level, get coaches. But whatever you do, constantly reinvest in yourself. That's the, that's the name of the game. Yeah, I agree. I, I know you've, you've done a lot of that as well. So tell us a little bit. I know you've got a podcast as well. What's the name of your podcast? I have, uh, you know, I'm starting my second podcast and I'll start a third one later too. The main one was, it's called uh, the Immigration Lawyers Podcast and lawyers is plural. And what happened was when I started my own firm, I said, I was doing, the, I, I do this one investment uh, immigration process called the EB-5 program, where this is when multi-millionaire, billionaire, foreign people start businesses in the United States and create jobs in the U.S. If they do that, they can eventually get a green card for jobs that are created and all that. And I was thinking, well, I'm this new guy that no one knows, has no presence. How could I have trust to show that I'm not going to get this money and disappear when this high net worth who are coming? So I said, okay, I'll do a podcast that's there every week, every month. And over time, they'll say, well, this guy's not going anywhere. He's not going to take my money and run away because look, he's here every month doing a podcast. He's going to be back. And so I started that um, event first, actually looking for, you know, for clients, but it morphed into training other lawyers and updating them on the laws because they change frequently. And then eventually talking about marketing. And now I created a community of immigration lawyers where I do training, I do education. And then when I started my own course on how to do this stuff, my own, uh, the people that are listeners, regular listeners started signing up for it because they knew in my program, I give a lot of information free. I'm not here lying. When you talk for hundreds of hours, it's really hard to be a liar and not have your, yourself come out, you know, like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. eventually it seeps out. So people who know me, know me. And that became a secondary revenue source from, from people I'm training. And now that is overcoming the, the main practice. So I'm doing more business to business stuff more and more every day as opposed to business to consumer kind of stuff. I still have that business consumer side of stuff because I need it. But you said earlier, uh, I need people to know I know what I'm doing and it's a test case. So when I do new marketing kind of stuff, I test it with my own clients and my own business. If I know it works, then I tell uh, the people I'm teaching how it is. I don't just guess it or watch someone's book or watch some podcast and repeat what they say. I really have to test it out first and then let people know how it went. Great. Great. Okay. Awesome. So you, um, wh where did you learn your training from? Uh, you know, it's mostly self-taught. So I mean the law, uh, I, I work for people and then I read it constantly. The marketing stuff, uh, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, a lot of books. I mean, uh, obviously dot-com secrets. I watched your video with Russell Brunson. I was, I was surprised. How did you get Russell Brunson on? <laughs> the dot-com secrets is right here. The traffic secrets are over there. It's all it's always being read. 
Yeah, I actually was in his inner circle. So I just got my fourth two comic club award. Well, I actually Wonderful. got it six months ago, but it finally just came in last week. So he was my mentor. So Russell um, is the one that helped me to grow from zero to 7.4 million in 25 months by using wow. uh, ClickFunnels, you know, and, and what he teaches. Basically creating awesome funnels, but then making sure you can market them properly on, on Facebook. And that's what I specialize in, teaching local professionals how to do that. So yeah, yeah, that's and again, all because, and we, prior I had tried to, figured out on my own. And I had hired the wrong people. And I honestly wasted about two and a half years. And had I had gotten in it two and a half years earlier, had I found Russell, oh my gosh, I would have even gotten even further because there was no one teaching what I was teaching back then. So, yeah. you know, get, you know, like you said, right now is the gold mine of video for your profession. So get in early and, um, and it will, will definitely help. So you believe in the power of digital marketing and social media. So, so do I. And obviously you're a true testament to how quickly it's, how well it can work. Um, for you. So um, what else can you tell our listeners that you think might be beneficial to them, John? Well, you know, when, when people do get involved in digital marketing, what I've seen, especially when they do it on their own without studying is they just jump in and do call to actions, like call now for a consultation, call now for this. And there's no relationship being developed. It's just kind of hitting you in the face and saying, call me now, pay me. And so that, that relationship is so key for people to know you. And that, that's the difference. It takes time. It, it, you know, you have to put yourself out there and really think of how would you buy some product? And so you really wanna you know, connect with them in that way. Cause you know, I did a, a radio ad once and the people that would call me off the radio ad were the last type of clients I want. And I realized what kind of a person is gonna call you based on a bus ad or a radio ad? It's not necessarily, depends on what product you're selling. But for me, I found the people who find me online, watch the video, connect with me. When they call, they already connected with me. I don't even like people referring me clients, which is in the legal field, 99% of lawyers will say, my best source is referrals from previous clients. But I found I don't like that because when someone refers somebody to me, they haven't done the research of seeing my videos, connecting with me personally, seeing my accolades and awards and all that kind of stuff. They haven't sold themselves already that I'm the guy. They just have a phone number their friend gave them. And you know, a friend saying they're good is good, but someone seeing all my reviews on these lawyer websites and, and on Yelp and all that kind of stuff, that's even better than one person saying there's multiple people saying it and uh, seeing uh, copies of my approval notices and the success I had and all this kind of stuff. That is much better than someone else just saying, oh, go to my buddy. He's a good lawyer. I, he helped me in the past. So I prefer 99.9% of my clients come from the internet. And, and even when people refer me clients, I'm always hesitant because I know they're a previous client or a friend referring them. I have to be extra nice. And whereas someone online contact me, if we're not meshing, I just tell them, let them know right off the, of the bat, you know, we're not a good match. But if someone referred me, I have to spend more time with it. And with the numbers that we're getting contacts and the time, you know, the more success we get, you realize the impact of time and how important that is. When oh, I was yeah. younger, I was like, okay, I have time. I'll spend time. Now it's like, dude, like even a minute is, I got to get off the phone. A minute's a minute. I don't have time for this. Uh, and you have to be respectful. You don't want to leave a bad review or even offend people by kind of rushing them out. Uh, but it's just important when you're hitting these numbers, it, all of a sudden every, every time is a, is a commodity you cannot waste. That's the most important part. And that's when you start developing teams. And uh, that was a, was a big game changer in my mind. That for, for the longest time, I've done everything myself. And I just kept it simple. Because I, I wasn't looking to be a billionaire off this stuff. I just wanted to make a good living and have this and spend time with my family. Because I, I only work work like when it comes to the practice, maybe two or three hours a day. The rest of the time, I'm with my family, uh, exercising, you know, cooking at home, uh, you know, that. And then I do videos for fun. Um, and, and I don't consider that part of the two, three hours of the hardcore work I'm doing with clients. But then I realized like, I'm still getting so many leads and stuff. If I just, you know, have a team help me on this stuff, it's much bigger. And that's, that was the next step of my development, having a team do stuff rather than doing every aspect of it myself. 
on your own. And how long did it take you to work up to that point? Seven years. Seven <laughs> That's my, good though. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, I'm really possessive. I'm like, what if it's done wrong, this and that. So piecemeal by piecemeal, things that could be is put out, I'm getting. And what happened is once I started trusting people to do the work, now I can't wait to give them the work. All the stuff I used to be afraid of giving out, I'm like, no, please, you do this. And a lot of it has to do with video editing, uh, posting, social media, you know, giving them access to stuff like how to go and post on my YouTube. But you know, that's that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. So I always um, thank you. This has been super, super valuable and knowledgeable. And I always ask everyone um, if they could just, you know, one life hack, work hack, like the best piece of information they could be, how would they end the podcast? Oh, good question. And I might have said it already, but uh, the main thing is, uh, as I said, invest in yourself. Uh, do internal review. So one thing that happened to me where I really made my quality of life really well is um, I read this book. You don't have to read this book, but just think about it. I think it was called, um, Dr. Keith Abloh wrote a book. He was on Howard Stern. He did an interview with him and I was, I was really, um, uh, you know, respected his interview, how well he did. Uh, Living the Truth or something was the book. And it really dived into opening up the things that are holding me back psycho psychologically. And once I turned, opened that door and got rid of that junk and threw it out, it really uh, created a new path. So a lot of this marketing stuff, because you are being reflected to the public, you have to clean out your own closet and be the right person you want to be, or else you're just going to be this fake image or a person that has a hang up. So to be able to succeed in digital marketing, you have to really cleanse yourself. And when you look at Russell Brunson in his books, he really opens about who he is and he, he puts himself in a vulnerable position. And that really comes into play when you do marketing. You be vulnerable, uh, but know who you are. So you won't really be vulnerable because you know who you are as a person, but you got to get to that hump and, and really find yourself first. So spend time. And that's part of reinvesting in yourself. Think who you are and don't just be this facsimile of who you want to be uh, or in a sense, like uh, what you think is good, but it's not really you. Really dig down and find the person you are, what you really enjoy, what your goals are really. Because uh, a lot of people have these goals of I want to be rich. Well, why do you want to be rich? What are you going to do with that money? Just having piles of money has never helped anybody. I have so many people killing themselves that are rich. So many people are unhappy that are rich. Why do you want the money? Look for the why in, in, internally and in, in your mental aspect. And you'll do great. Awesome. And if people want to find out more about you, where do they go? Yeah, just uh, you know, e email me at info at jqklaw.com or, or jqklaw.com is my law firm. Uh, you know, there's my bio page, the law firm page, but I'll just connect with me and, and you know, type in jklaw. My social media comes up. You can find info and videos about me and always just connect with me be happy to take it from there great i john so appreciate this it was wealth of information everyone now listen as always we appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time but remember learning is a is amazing and we're so happy that you're here but if you don't actually implement nothing happens so continue to be fired up not just in what you're listening but what you're doing and i will see you next time thanks again for being here how would you like it if I helped you stand out online for free? Yes, that's right, for free. It's my goal to help you and teach you just how to market yourself. The best way I can do this is through my three clients in 30 Dates Challenge. My challenge will arm you with the tools, the strategies, and the support, and the inspiration to reach more people, stand out from the noise, and attract clients and customers. Filling up to my challenge? It's free. Go to kristamayshore.com slash free challenge. That's kristamayshore.com slash free challenge. I'll see you there.